What is that, Nale? <laughs> Unale, Unale. Let's oh, go. Nale. Let's un go. Let's we, go. We are live, everyone. <laughs> we are what? live. Greetings. Yes, we are. <laughs> Peace and welcome to the Sovereign Needs Podcast. I know things seem a little bit switched up for you all. You're probably expecting just me. But I have a co-host, Jazaira. We're going to talk about ourselves, introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about what we do, and just tell you what to expect, a little bit about what to expect for season two of the Sovereign Needs podcast, right? Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You all know me already. I'm Akoti Maria. But Jazaira, tell us about yourself. Yes, Jazaira. Born and raised in Boston, based in Boston currently. Uh, fashion designer. I like to say artist because I don't right. want to myself into one thing because I do more than one. I'm a designer of all things, but <laughs> fashion is one. Graphic, some web, um, but the focus is on the fashion accessories. Uh, also a huh, a, a plant-based eater. <laughs> Life Good. giver, um, gardener, mm -hmm. you know, uh, aspiring to be a full farmer <laughs> one of these days, traveler. Um, but yeah, right now it's it's really about motherhood and my works and growing. And then, of course, my sister in here talked me into doing a podcast. <laughs> so tapping into something that I wasn't <laughs> that wasn't part of my plan. And taking me out of my comfort zone, which is okay. Right. Sometimes we got to do that experiment, experiment with what it is that we don't think we are able to do. So we going to be spilling the tea on some good things, all high level stuff. So I'm excited. And it's, it's going to push me really to right. kind of tap into certain things that I've been kind of like ease back um, that I eat back on. So let's get into it. All right. Well, again, y'all, you all know me. Um, you've seen me, you've heard me, you visited the podcast. I hope you subscribe <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but you know, this is welcome to season two. This season we are dabbling into and exploring major topics, and we're not just focused on food, we're not just focused on health of the body but we're really exploring holistic health on a deeper level and we really think you know considering all of the components of what we are and maybe who we are uh yes maybe who we are if it doesn't uh i don't know uh i don't know yeah once it doesn't stir up any trouble i guess i don't know you know but and we're also going to do a couple of podcast where we talk about, of course, spilling the tea on herbs, you know, the scoop on specific types of foods and nutrients, um, our alternative, you know, foods to meats and so on. Are they really, really healthy? We're really going to get into it and have a greater discussion, you know, but before we get into it, let's talk about what we're sipping. I, this evening, I am sipping on... <laughs> Because you're going to be spilling the tea, so we have to be sipping on something. Um, so I am actually sipping. I chose turmeric chai 
this evening. Um, and I really enjoy turmeric chai because turmeric is really helpful for, you know, bones and, you know, achiness. And it just helps to release and relieve sometimes tension as well too. So I really like it. Of course, you have to add a little black pepper and a little bit of um, coconut oil. It needs that fat, those lipids mm. to actually be absorbed by the body. So, you know, that's what I'm sipping on. I hope you're sipping on something good. I did not know that about the coconut oil. Merci, merci. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am sipping on some good old green tea. <laughs> yeah. Green tea and green mug. I just realized the theme today is green. Um, it wasn't fully planned, but that's what I decided to go with. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I have been drinking tea. Probably I shouldn't be drinking the green tea in the evening time so much. Right. Um, but because I am in production mode for the marketplace season, the green tea has been kind of having me a little bit more alert in the evening time when I should be going to bed. Right. But yeah, so the green tea has been my go-to. I typically will kind of let the spirit lead sometimes when I grab my tea, especially in the nighttime. Being that my son has been getting sick from school, he's in preschool. So what I have been doing is... um doing a combination of mint, lemon balm, and lemongrass that, that I grew during the summer, the summer season. So I clipped those and then I've been making tea. So we have like some of, since it grows every summer, we have some from like maybe three, four seasons ago that we're still going through and a newer batch. So, you know, lemon balm is really good for the calming, but also I use it just to help break up the mucus on, on his chest and whatnot. So... That's been my little go-to. This this season, I kind of spread some around and gave some to a few people. Right. And do, are you using it dry or fresh? Dry. I have used it fresh as well. Right, um, right. But I usually buy them. This is great. So I, I just wanted to pause for a cause and causes to greet everyone in the space. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. peace and you like, greetings, Yafe. Greetings, Arlene Adams. Greetings, Naya. Uh, Naya says, what I'm um, sipping on is lemon balm. Ooh. <laughs> She's sipping on lemon balm. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good thing. Well, so we, this evening, we're going to build and, you know, like just have a little build on the body and spirits, right? And I think, um, I think body and spirit was actually, it came from some of, some very, tragic events that have like occurred recently but more importantly as i started to think about how to you know expand what we're talking about and how we address not just the body but how we address who we are um because again we're not just body um i felt it important to acknowledge all of the components of who we are mm -hmm. right what what are these components tonight we're not going to get into the details of and the nitty-gritty of um, some of the definitions. But I will say some of that we will be sharing with you all. So as we talk and share, um, this is a podcast, but we're also broadcasting um, live as well at times on YouTube. So if you're tuning in on YouTube, you'll find some of the definitions and some quotes we'll kind of throw up on the screen so that way we can engage and you know have you all 
think about some of the um, the quotes and ideas that you know, like we've been building on Gerald the Strong. So when I think about um, you know the body, right, and I think about us, like the components of who we are being just like body and spirit, but also a reflection of soul. Most times you hear, and of course, mind is in there too, right? Mm -hmm. um, but most times you hear people talk about the soul as if the soul is having, it's like the body, right? As if, you know, almost like they're saying, yeah, the soul has emotion or my soul wants me to do this or my soul wants me to do that. And the truth is soul doesn't have desire, right? Soul doesn't have desire at all. <laughs> We have desire and we have desire because desire is connected to, well, sentience. Desire is connected to senses. Desire is connected to, you know, feelings and emotions, which um, the body houses, you know, which we have. And so it's really important to think about how we feed, how we feed the body. And not when I say feed the body, I'm not just talking about the foods we eat or the teas we drink, you know, we consume things in so many different forms, right? Mm -hmm. um, television can program us. That's a form of feeding the body. Social, and social media. <laughs> we could dive into that alone. <laughs> oh, a whole segment. Um, but yeah, there's so yeah. many. Now, just to kind of like, because I, we're so used to saying my spirit's telling me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. hearing you say soul, I'm like, you know, it's funny because we don't always say the soul, my soul is feeling this or my soul. It's always my spirit, my spirit. Spirit told me to tell you, <laughs> you know, so what are your, um, can we differentiate the, can, can that be two different entities or is it one? Yeah, no, it is, it is separate and it is different. Spirit, spirit is what like animates us, right? Mm -hmm. And so it, it makes sense when people say, you know, I felt this or my spirit told me, um, and I am not confirming and saying every time you say spirit told you it's right, because sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it's your ego. Ego. Um, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> sometimes it's our ego tripping and when when we ego trip um they, they sometimes we confuse it with spirits because we want things to go our way so much we yeah. want to control the situation and many times we want to control the situation because we uh, out of fear right, right it's out of fear because it's like okay i can't figure out what how to get this to, to do what i wanted to do or to go <laughs> the way i wanted to go so yeah Right. And, and then we start labeling it as um, spirit. The truth right. is, I have heard some people speak about the soul as if the soul is um, and, and to a certain degree it does, because the soul is what contains the, uh, that portion of purpose, mm -hmm. but because the soul is a portion of the most high. So right. if the soul is a portion of the most high that we've been gifted. Then we're moving off of something, you know, that's that's greater than body and that doesn't mean that we're being animated from outside like there are still choices that we make right you know? we make lots of choices such as saying spirit did this but it's the ego right 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 right, right. Um, so I, you know like I, 
and it's important to 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 also understand too like spirit doesn't have a body Mm -hmm. so 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 the spirit actually whatever that spirit is it needs a physical body to house it so that it can and be animated so that it's almost like um a cartoon like Mm -hmm. you're seeing and you're a graphic uh designer right so you you um and we have an artist here too like another artist we have several artists several (laughs) artists like designers painters uh people who are into carpentry and paint and um yeah just a whole lot going on in the chat but um you know when when i think about the idea of animated i think about a person doing a sketch and then you know when they do the sketches but then they do the sketches on a, a like a little flip book yeah you see that one little sketch every single page once you flip it it becomes animated it starts mm-hmm. moving it starts you know looking as if it's touching things and holding mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's exactly what i think of when i think of the relationship between body and spirit right you're right what they or what they would call a host <laughs> like when you watch right. a sci-fi movie they're like oh you know it has you know it's a host um yeah, and then, like, when you even think of um, when we talk about, you know, spirit told me, but then there's a level of I could feel it in my soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Things where it's like, you know, you're, it's like, I feel it in my soul. It's not even I feel it, I feel it in my soul. And that's when you're understanding, overstanding it to be in the, the core, like, right. you know, the depth of it. Right. Um, it, it's 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 interesting and I think it's tricky because when we think of the soul, we're thinking about um, not necessarily on this realm, a subjective realm, mm-hmm. but objective. So if it's objective, again, if it's a portion of the most high, it cannot afford to be moved by desire and emotion because mm-hmm. then we'll be willy-nilly. We'll literally be here with no purpose um no purpose not you know like not being purpose driven right and like totally detached and mm. i will say some of us are like that you know <laughs> some of us have no soul right some some not us some, some. No soul. <laughs> or what they would call the um basically well it's a vessel just walking right any level of connection the living dead, unfortunately. Right. Um, as harsh as that may sound, it's it's also a reality, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you come across certain beings when you look them in the eyes. That's where that whole thought of the person is, you know, they have no soul. You know, you look at them and it's like it's empty. You don't feel any. You don't feel any energy from them, mm-hmm. and that's some vibes right there to be next to a one and not feel any level of energy or any life right that that's serious right there i feel um so yeah that it is so many depths to it um but you know this is where you know where one is able to tap into i would say the different dimension of a being and you know i'm just being i'm not used to live so i'm like wait how is she seeing people chat and who's saying what <laughs> i'm just finding them out right now um they can see your finger too <laughs> oh when i'm moving it yes yes so i'm sorry like this is no. i probably 
it up on um on the screen just so that I could see it separately from looking at it on here. Um, but I see um oh and please forgive me if I don't say the name right. <laughs> Is it Yafis? Yes. Is that did I say it right? Shalom, shalom. I live in um. Wait, who I, is that? Who asked me? Yep, I live in uh, Hyde Park, close to Mattapan, in 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 um in Boston. So not that far from Dorchester. Mm. Oh yeah, she did. I missed that part. Mm -hmm. I, I saw the question, but I missed the part where she said she lived in Dorchester. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> wow. You know, it's, you talk about the um, you talk about the soulless and being able to stare in, eye, in the eyes. And of course, we're talking about optimum wellness all the time. No matter what topic we're talking about, it's connected to optimum wellness. Um, I think it, it's interesting, as you're saying that, I thought of the fluoride stare. You know, if you talk about the, flu, the fluoride stare, meaning consumption of fluoride has diminished brain function. Mm. So much, and that, if, I'm an educator, so there are times when that is very much apparent. Um, mm. When I'm engaging with some students, um, I guess it's pres present in adults too. And I, I think some things, there are things that happen that affect that stare, that gaze. You know, like there, there are all sorts of things that can influence. Again, when we talk about optimum wellness, I think it's really important to think about what is affecting the body, what right. is affecting the spirit, what's mm. programming the body and the spirit, what is influencing certain things in the spirit. And you mentioned something earlier. You said you, you referred to the body as a host. Right. And I, I kept thinking about how important it is to consider in biology your, your body is considered the host for viruses and a host for right. like yeah. bacteria. So, and, and these are this is where when your defense system kind of, you know, kicks in because now it's hosting something that's foreign, like a foreign right. who doesn't belong, you mm. know. So it's it's so important to consider again and think I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to things like our environment, not just what we consume, but um, who we are around. What right. types of places that we choose to um, live in? Do we have community at all? Right? Um, and, and I'll pause for a cause and just ask for those of you who are in the chat and those of you who are listening to the podcast too, this is an opportunity for you to kind of share in the um, comment section if you're on the podcast. And for those of you who are listening live, you know, just jump into the chat and tell us a little bit about, you know, just share what are some things you that you think actually affects the um the body and the spirit right what are some things that you think affects the body and the spirit i mean it could be some foods that you can think of that you, maybe you have experience with maybe it's experiences um i know you mentioned sister Jazira, um social media and how that influences how we function what we do um to the point where there are algorithms and and um, different ways of tracking what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, and tracking it to the point where it forces us, it pings and forces us to be pulled back in to that virtual space. 
Um, and I think that is, it's, it's one of the things that affects the, the emotional expression, I guess, and the interaction, the level of interaction or diminished interaction that can happen right. between, you know, like between And as you're, um, just so I'm not fiddling with the phone with my hands, trying to look at the stuff. So if y'all see me looking to my, my left or my right, that's me looking at the screen so that I can see the comments separately. <laughs> so just working it out, working it out. I am like new to this, but I'm learning. I'm a fast learner. So I'm already getting the down pat. Yeah, you, you have it. You have it. Now let's just listen. I'm over here sometimes staring at the screen because I'm looking at you, but then I remember, oh no, look at the, the lens. <laughs> you gotta look at the camera. <laughs> Y'all gonna get some smoke too. Yes, some what? Oh, some smoke, yep. some palo. <laughs> palo, <Santa. laughs> palo Santa. <laughs> You know, my um, Arlene says differently or environments or different environments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, environment definitely, definitely. Definitely. I mean, a person can walk into a room um, and just change the whole energy of the room, change yeah. space, change how, you know, how people feel. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's some people that cannot be affected by that because sometimes right. they're aware of what another person's doing or they're aware of, mm -hmm. um, you know, just what has entered the room so to speak right. so you know sometimes it's it's i'm not gonna say it's difficult but sometimes they're just it's a difference there's a difference yes. in yes. Um, the way we all interact with our environment um, mm -hmm. and we think um having a higher awareness of um spirit bodies having a higher awareness of you know just energy and how energy flows um and thinking about emotion too, and emotion being energy that moves, you know, mm -hmm. shifts, moves and shifts. Greetings, 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 Chief Yuya. Welcome, Baba. Thank you for joining, being in the space. Um, you know, it's amazing. Mm -hmm, go ahead. Sorry. Like when we, at, while you were saying that, I was just thinking about it. Matt, you, you know how when, um, so when a person enters the room, they can people can feel the energy that they come with. Or and think of the times when you enter a room after something had just happened. And the first thing you're like, whoa. You know how people would say, I could cut the tension in here with a knife. So you walk into the room, you weren't even aware of anything that was on. And it could be a you know a place where you barely know anyone. But because of the energies that were being exchanged prior to you getting there, it lingers without work then. And you pick it up as soon as you walk into a room. So it's just that reminder how powerful we are, you know, um, the level of energy that we carry and how our emotions uh, literally bounce off of us and affect other people or just that environment that you're in. Um, so, I mean, just that alone should be the reminder of how careful we should be um, in terms of our interaction and what we're, you know, throwing at other people um, mentally, you know, without even being conscious of it. So definitely environment is 
the a, a huge uh, that's a big that's a good example right there of course because yeah. um, we we all we have all experienced some level of shift in an environment that affected affected us one way or the other oh definitely definitely and you know so i i think um it's important sometimes sometimes if you're not aware of what those emotions are, they will spill and leak out and, you know, and I'm sharing this not because I came up with this, right? I, I, I have tuned into um, the Chief Yuya podcast and one of the, um, one of the brilliant episodes kind of digs into exploring our emotions and exploring our feelings. I've put um, a link in the description so that way, you know, like you can find links to all of the different things that we uh, reference here um, during our conversation. But I really think it's important to be able to dig into what those emotions are. And, and mm -hmm. one of the things he shares is like sitting with it and exploring it, understanding what they are. Because sometimes we, we do, we suppress. <clears throat> and when you, think about, when you think about something that's suppressed, it becomes, you know, mango, janky. I mean... I think that's how they recycle things, right? Metal. They take it and they just compress it into this. Or melt it down and, you know, it transforms to something else. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but it, 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 the, 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 it doesn't remain the same. It's no longer what it was originally. <laughs> and, and when we think about emotions and they no longer being what they originally were. Like, what has it morphed into? Right. You know? And who has it, like, morphed onto, in a sense? Because you're talking about being in a space and just, you know, letting off whatever. Mm -hmm. And it, it affecting others in, in the environment. So I definitely think it's, we have to be responsible for that. And we also have to be responsible for who we connect with as friends or who we say are our friends right mm -hmm. um because i you know like i don't want to give too much energy to it but um part of the reason why i thought that we can talk or should talk about how our environment and aligning with uh certain people and choosing our friends wisely how that um can affect who we are and how we function mm -hmm. but it could even be life-threatening was um, that Robinson case that was recently, you know, it's recent, yeah. it's a big thing now. Um, it's a big thing for some people, I, I would say. But um, I haven't, like, really dug into all the details because, of course, things like that happen. And, you know, what happens, they pull, they start just pulling all of yeah. mm -hmm. the and the content with, with some of the truth. But the reality is you can see that there's this... Uh, woman who is surrounded by supposedly surrounded by friends right it's it's definitely connected to what we're talking about supposedly surrounded by friends but the truth is you're in an environment with toxic people right and again we attract we attract right we attract as women we water seeks out its own level so we attract what we are to a certain degree mm -hmm. and so it's really important to think about okay well how how do I end up in this space where these are my friends? Right. right. These are the people who um, I, I align with. And mm -hmm. 
you know, they affect you. They affect you in, in, in ways that can be oppressive. And, you know, if you don't find family, I think the key, the key to even what I'm sharing is if you don't have family, if you do not have stable community, more importantly and above all of these, if you have no covering, no mate, no man to give you direction, then you're going to find yourself in places where you should not be. <laughs> aligning with people who you should not align with. Those right. who are just there to snatch your snatch your spirit. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Really, really critical to think about yep. who we align with. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because naturally um, it shouldn't be the case whether you're uh uh let's say with a mate and without a mate or if you, you know like it shouldn't be but unfortunately we're living in a time where you know you have to have some level of um and a lot of people may argue against you know well why does it have to be you know that uh male nothing but a woman um situation but it shouldn't be on that level where we need that person or community in certain things to feel safe. You know what I mean? Like example, uh, if I'm walking out at night around the corner to, you know, what, ha what have you, I shouldn't have that level of anxiety to say, oh my God, I'm by myself. This is not safe. And right. then to make it even worse, I shouldn't be around friends <laughs> and have to go through a level of doubt like are these really my friend am i safe you know um which is unfortunate and on top of that story i feel like it that's been a reoccurring thing that i've seen in the past you know where it's an you know a situation when this person is surrounded by who they think they're their friends and it's you know i'm seeing that within the community the younger community and it's unfortunate you know, um, that that's the thing. And now here it is, this one young woman loses her life, um, for whatever reason. And I don't, you know, regardless of what it is, like I, that, that wasn't deserving. Um, but again, you know, it definitely brings us to, you know, our surrounding who we're attracting, yeah. uh, being very vigilant and then tapping into spirit, into your soul to really, understand what is being what the message that you're getting when you're around that person because a lot of times we can tell you know i mean plenty of time i've been around individuals where on the outside i feel like oh this person is really generally you know they're cool right but the butt comes in where i just cannot fully understand why i cannot have like that comfort or ease when I'm around a person, even though they don't demonstrate anything uh, bad about themselves. But for some reason, my spirit never seems to like want to settle when they're around. And it's later it is revealed. And I'm always grateful when I pay attention to those signs because um, I immediately put my guard up and protect myself because I'm like, something's not right. So let me just kind of ease up and just protect myself. Um, 
And unfortunately, we don't always tap into that sensory where it's like telling you warning, <laughs> you know, you're not, you, you probably don't need to be there. Or you probably don't need to be in this person's surrounding. Um, so I think that's a level, of, again, being that this is a reoccurring thing that I've seen amongst the, the younger community. I think as a mother, that's something I'm like, in my thought process, raising a child, like, okay, how do I, not how, but being able to tell him like, okay, here are the things that you need to be mindful of your friend when you're being around, you know, of course he's young right now, um, but it's, it's not too early to implement certain things little bit by little bit, because I think that's so important. Um, and just so sad to see that, you know, I, I don't fully pay attention to the news all the time, but you know, certain things because it's out there on social media, it's circling around, you get a glimpse of it. And unfortunately, you know, the platforms have become a place of oversharing um, the video of this child being beaten. I don't think that should have been shared uh, for her family to have to see that. Um, but it's just the unfortunate situation where, uh, we just have to, you know, utilize it as a reminder, um, of how key it is to be mindful of our surrounding and who we surround ourselves with and who we attract. Right. 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 It's, we're a woman. <clears throat> and so we naturally want to Nurture, give the benefit of the doubt. Men are huge nurturers, right? <laughs> so I'm not saying that they're not, because they're huge nurturers. Um, to deal with some of the stuff we do too, <laughs> you know? So they are huge nurturers. But we, we want to lean on the benefits of the doubt so much, because again, we're emotion. <laughs> we're emotion. We don't necessarily, I'm not saying we don't have logic, but we don't represent that level of logic so sometimes yeah if that part of it is missing it becomes very difficult for us to take the path or take the road where hey you know what i'm actually getting direction someone is seeing beyond and sometimes it's not even it's it's an elder too mm -hmm. they, like listen this is not a good situation mm -hmm. you yeah. don't have your interests Right, they don't have your interest, and yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. um, that video should not have been shared, right? Right, right. I always say on the back end, however, it is a it is a warning, it's a warning to those that you know. And um, Chief Yuya, who's in the chat, always says certain things never happen to some communities. You never see or hear that this has happened to a Muslim young lady or someone who is. Uh, Hebrew, I'm not even going to talk about the Ishwans, but <clears throat> because there's structure and order to how you function and how you interact with your environment, mm -hmm. and that, that's a reality we just have to understand. That right. it's, true. Mm -hmm. it's true, yeah, it's true. Because, and I, I, the reason I tapped into that video <clears throat> is because about two years ago, I think it was two years ago or maybe even longer, there were a few <coughs> uh, 
there were a few videos um, circling about a young woman. She didn't. She wasn't in Cabal, Mexico, but she did travel to another state with a group of her friends. And, and you see her walking through. There is video upon video footage of from the hotel of her <laughs> walking around aimlessly throughout the entire night just trying i guess to find her room mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they found her in a i remember that they found her yeah. in a deep freeze and i said to my and, and they broke down how she would have gotten caught in there however there are some who think that she was placed there so i you know like and i don't want to get into anything gruesome mm -hmm. you know it's like it's late night time it's time for bedtime it's press time it's a reality though that we have to see is truth and if we if we don't find community if we don't find a place or a, a, a niche where we can be safe and that space you're talking about where you should be able to go out and feel safe that space is in a set apart location mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is in a set apart location where the, there are like the walls of Jericho, I guess. <laughs> we're just saying it's a space where it's dedicated, consecrated. You know who's there. You know everyone there. You could close your eyes and release mm -hmm. your youth and not even, you know, like question anything. But yeah. in order to be able to function that way, you have to be living on one accord with the people who, are, who you're surrounded by in that space. <laughs> they all have to they all have to be aligned with like the same morals and the same standards for living. Right. Because if they're not, then it's going to be two different standards. And you're yeah. thinking one thing is being upheld and it's, it's, it's just like releasing. <clears throat> I know I talked to a lot of parents who's like, I, we turned to change to vegan, but I cannot release my youth to my uh, parents or my grandparents because they're going <laughs> to sneak in a wing, like, <laughs> you know, Things like that because mm. you're not seen on the same level. There's no respect for, you know, like the standard you, you uphold. And I definitely think if you're saying a person is community, then they're upholding the same standard. Because then there's no question as to what you expect. Mm -hmm. when, you know, like when your back is turned, when right. you're not there, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's so much to talk about. Um, yeah, just considering that, but I, I, you know, like I really wanted to bring it up because it's really directly connected to being that vigilant piece that you're talking. Mm -hmm. about. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's, um, and that's just. I mean, it's there's so many layers to it. Um, when we pertain that to just life in general, you know how onions got so many layers. There's so many layers to it. So many different settings where we always have to have some level of protection. Um, you know, because there's always them vampire energies that's, you know, lurking. Um, yes. And, and so many different scenarios that can be brought up that, um, if like you, like, yeah, there's certain communities you'll never hear that because they have that order, you know, there's a le level of order in your, and I, and I, and when we look at so many different communities, um, like you said earlier, you know, whether it's the Muslim community, where it's, you know, what even within the Rastafari community, you know, right. each one has a level of discipline, a level of, you know, maintaining, uh, 
the maintaining themselves where you, it's 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 already known, you know, and that's because a huge part of it, I feel like, is because of that spiritual walk that you know one has chosen to you know to go about. Um, it, it all falls in alignment. So regardless of what creed you are, regardless of whatever it is, you know, that's the one of the key things that I would say you can you'll find in common. Um, so definitely, you know, that's a great point right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to jump in because we could keep going, but I do <laughs> want to acknowledge everyone in the space. I think Sad Darling said <clears throat> uh, definitely your environment, she was saying. Oh. This, was, this is Chi's response a while ago. Um, I think this was 10.08, so that was uh, yeah. <laughs> a while ago, but he says, energy in our room affects the mental so much because spirits are not restricted to four walls. So we maintain the bad or good energy sense in a space based on our concept of the space we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for some reason, this comment, I don't know why, it just brought up a conversation that I had um, with Kodwo, the brother who... I- hearings from we were having a conversation and the topic came about calling the ancestors and being very careful being in and this is it was my first time hearing um like anyone say that they don't like to be in the room when libation is being given or or not libation when there's a call to the ancestors and the reason being uh was you like if we're all in the room together i don't know if my ancestors and your ancestors ever really clicked right so if we're in that room and we're all calling all our ancestor ancestors now they come in we're summoning we're, we're you know we're summoning them in and all of a sudden this ancestor and that ancestor never really vibe now for me, it was like, well, that's the ancestors. They don't deal with them kind of the vibrations. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but it did have me thinking like, well, what if, you know, you're in a setting where, you know, there's a set of ancestors who at some point were, you know, at war with each other or, you know, one is protecting their, you know, if my ancestors are there to protect me from an individual that's in the same room what are their ancestors they're doing you know what are they gonna do you know what i'm saying so it brought up a questioning of like wait how how like just really thinking about it it was just like that's very it was just very interesting to hear that perspective because i never heard that before um and so for some reason when i just thought about the energies in the room you know the people that we bring along with us, the unseen, how is that interaction, you know, if there is any level of friction that may have been, you know, from the past that continues to be there. So it was just a thought. So, you know, anything. <laughs> we, we, we even know what type of lifestyle that our ancestors lived. You know, <laughs> we, we, we immediately hear ancestors and we assume they live the life of the straight and narrow in the path. And the truth is, some of it has us here. 
And right. <laughs> some of some of these hands, we don't want them coming up nowhere near us. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> so, so if you're in a space and it's being they're being called on, yeah, the question now becomes, um, what type of ancestors are you calling on? You know, what type? <laughs> I said that they live and, and not just for them, but also for us, because how many of us actually know the lineage or lineage beyond maybe three generations, one generation, I should right. say, because was like, mm, no, <laughs> you know, no. And, and what about, you know, yeah, they, I'm sure there's fighting that can happen. Right? <laughs> Fighting that may happen. I think about, um, and I learned this from Chief as well, like Chief Yuya, who is in the chat. And I think one time he was speaking about masks and masks being in a room. But, you know, if you're not aware of what types of masks you're buying, the masks can represent different um, tribes or, you know, and you don't know if those masks belong to tribes that were in war, you know, yeah. like warring or battling against each other or in feuds and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. it then has an effect on your, on you and your space. And you, you know, know what? Yeah. Yefe just made a mention about the energies in the paintings from one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that too. And it's something that I even thought about on, um, even in my craft, I wanted to incorporate certain things. And I, one, one day I just kind of settled that thought real quick. And I'm like, mm, let's not just throw anything up in there and then invite unwanted energies that, you know, not even being aware of. So, um, yeah, definitely that plays a, and, and paintings, masks, um, fabric, um, you know, when you get to getting down to painting symbols and adding certain things, like I'm very careful about using certain things on my product because one, if I don't, if I'm not fully understanding what the meaning is, if I don't understand where it come from, the cultural background, I'm not going to just throw it on just to throw it on. Cause I want to be careful. I'm not, you know, bringing forth something that I shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. I mean, we many of us look for sigils and sigils and we're just like, okay, this looks cool or this represents um Dambala or this mm-hmm. represents and you start pulling on all of these energies, but you don't even know right, right. what that energy is and what you're calling forward when you call mm-hmm. the energy of the serpent. You know, what right. what is, do you do you even know the fullness of it? So it's, you know, it's, it's interesting. And we see people many times people say, you know, like I'm going through this thing. So I need a, a this or a that. And, you know, it's ritual is not the first thing, you know, like obedience is better than sacrifice. So, mm. you know, what laws are you breaking? How are you being disobedient? Right. Fix that. So that way the path that you're walking is a right path so that you don't have to sacrifice and you know like do ritual and things like that you shouldn't have to mm-hmm. after like if, if we even think about scripture um and we think about the people from um torah right we think about the hebrew uh testament the times they made they did rituals during the times when they were acting wrong <laughs> like it was totally out of order right out of order and so mm-hmm. you have 
then you had to make atonement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think the same is true if, if for, for us now, you know, being obedient. I want to continue to, to, to tap into the chat because there's just, I think there's so much and I don't want to, um, to me. All right. You, do you see anything? That uh, well, um, from when the energy in the room that affects the mental so much because spirits are not, yep. I think, did we read that already? That's yes. from you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Arlene Adams. If you touch the comment, it will um, show up on the screen. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and then um, let's see. There's never. Safta Arlene says, "Can you see it?" The last. Comment. Oh, the last comment. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just read through. Safta Arlene says that is why being connected and invested in a righteous community is so important. Mostly. I think she's connecting to that conversation we we're having earlier about mm-hmm. being a sacred space, being with community, being right. with your people. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Chief U.S. says, there's never safety or comfort to be found in your historical enemy's backyard, even when you submit to their norms and curry favor. Moving on enemy grounds sans ethnic-based culture is treacherous. Mm. 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 Right. <laughs> huge, huge piece. You have to have that piece. That it, it creates a boundary. It creates <laughs> a border. That that culture is it, it dictates. It dictates how we function. It's a boundary. Build a wall. <laughs> yeah, they said build a wall. That was 1018. So that was a couple minutes ago. She said build a wall. Listen, sometimes we got to build that wall and, and and there's a time for it. Cause sometimes we'll build a wall too, um, around people. We don't need to build a wall cause they're, they're literally there trying to, you know, and I think we all do that when to the, when we come, when it comes to mates, you know, finding that right mate, we build a wall as soon as we start to feel like, Oh my God, he's getting too close. And I'm not about to go through this again. Mm-hmm. You better build that 10-foot wall because they don't need to be jumping at all near you. <laughs> if you... All right. You, she's, you mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is in response to um, your, the, your point of Kodo. Kodo is um, Anu like Anu Anchuri Anu Rock. Yes. <laughs> I hope you don't mind me sharing that. Um, I of just, course not. Like, I think I have rings and so on. I just have No, but I'm just saying uh, that, that part of the conversation. <laughs> well, I don't think so. <laughs> but ancestors go to war with each other. Some ancestors war against their own bloodline. Being, yes, being bodiless doesn't equate to conscious evolution. Uh, as above, so below. There are wars in heavens and earth. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes, because you have ancestors that <laughs> when they were alive, they didn't mean you no good. And when they're gone, they still don't mean you no good. And they will try to torture you. Like, mm-hmm. so definitely. And those are the ones you have to, you know, do the works to make sure they keep afar. Um, so, yes, most definitely. 
Um, but it was just one of those things that was just like, whoa, I, I never put a thought process into that. So it definitely had me in alignment, like real quick. Like, you don't just be entering them rooms when they're trying to call up all everybody and anybody. <laughs> right. And it, it, it puts a level of responsibility on us as well. Like, if that's something that you engage in, you have to now say, do I know my ancestors? I was actually engaged in, um, I used to, this was a couple of years ago. I used to have like little talks with my father mm. about the lineage, like, you know, just ancestry, you know, I needed to learn about my grandfather because I have never met, I never met any of my grandfathers. I didn't know them except mm. for the one or two things that I've heard about them and the okay. organizations or whatever you want to call it that they were affiliated with. <laughs> so that of course puts a, a certain type of, yeah, it just puts ideas in your head, right? <laughs> and also knowing the truth. And I, I, I remember that was, I guess that was one of the, the tasks that I, I had to accomplish. And I, I don't want to say tasks because it was really good digging into you know, like who was my um, my grandfather's mother? You know, who was my grandfather's father? My great grand? What you know, like what did they do? And seeing that there's like a line of educators and people who like to teach and impart knowledge and things like that um, there on that on that line. Um, <laughs> but also there are parts about it that are still, you know, they're question marks. Okay. And so, then I have to say to myself, well, I don't know what that journey was like, <clears throat> you know, and I don't know what you imputed into the bloodline um, that, of course, would have been transferred to me. Right. So <clears throat> I have to also be responsible for what I do if I decide, okay, I'm calling on ancestors. Well, <laughs> do you really know, you know, the ancestors that you're calling on? So yeah, yeah, yeah. others with myself too. Sorry. Pardon me. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. That's it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely something that, uh, well, I know personally that I'll be um, more mindful of because uh, I wasn't, you know, you know, it's like, it's not to say you didn't know, you know, it was one, it's one of those things the thought was never put, you know, I never put the thought or emphasized on that. Um, but definitely do so now, of course. Okay. Can you see it? Yep, now I see it. Yep, we had talked to yeah, the, with the entities and the paintings. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And she said one last thing. And then, you know, like you can close out. I always think about that's when I dance. That mm. listen to me. Okay, yes, yes, well. Mm -hmm. And you, you, there's a surge of energy. There's a surge. Can you hear me? I think you're frozen a little bit. Let's see. Oh boy. I think, uh, 
sister Jazira is a little bit frozen, but we'll keep moving until she jumps back on. You know, um, <clears throat> when you think, mention that to Sayafi, and we, you know, like we've danced together, and there's some dances like the Obu dance. I'll never forget that. That's like, oh my goodness. Um, there is that surge of energy, and I, I do remember, um, you know, Chi shared one time, he's like, you know, when you do certain dances, and this is long before, um, so, you know, like I don't do those dances anymore, but <clears throat> um, we lost Josiah, but I'm sure she'll be back. <clears throat> um, and, and one of the things he mentioned was, you know, when you do dances, whether it's um, you're doing it independently or you're doing it with a group, there that constant, those movements, the motion, the gestures, right? The movement of the spine and the body, all of those um, movements, they, they call forward an energy, right? They're connected to a particular energy. So that's also very similar to um, the use of sigils and the use of paintings or the use of symbols and paintings and things like that um, that we may not know about, right? Very similar. We lost you for a second, but you're back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. My phone just kind of like, bloop restarted on its own it, oh. i guess yeah weird i don't know what happened <laughs> see i don't know who trying to mess with my energy up in here but oh. i'll tell you where my where my <laughs> where my where my lighter at let me burn this energy out real quick <laughs> oh goodness palo santo in the place palo santo in the place yeah it 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 you know, that's interesting that you say that because it kind of goes back to Chi's point about what our concept of our space is. Um, mm. You know, what our con the concept is of the space that we're in. You know, because it, I think about, you know, what if it is fortified? Then, you know, and think about like when you burn sage or, or things like that, like mm -hmm. you, windows, right? And you're doing that with a purpose. Clear out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please. And yeah, that's, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I think when you are living in the life of uh, spiritual consciousness and you become aware of these things, it's so important that you do the work to clear, constantly clear the energy and um, let things flow. You know, I think one of the biggest thing that I feel like is so huge to always tap into is just the level of feng shui. Like, I don't know if how, 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 like, I, I don't think everybody really understand how powerful that is in a working space for me. If like, I want to get creative, if it's not clear, you know, if I don't feel the air flowing through evenly, it's stagnant. You know, for me to sit down and say, I'm going to get creative, I have to. And it's so funny because as artists, you know, your space is not always going to be clean because you're working. Like, if it's clean all the time, are you really doing anything? No. So my friend and I would always talk about, um, you know, I'm about to clean, my, clean up so I can make a new mess. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I will clean this spot out. After I work on a project, I could clean it up. Ten, ten seconds later, it looked like a tornado came through because now I'm working on something new. 
you know, but if I don't do that, like my creative juices are not going to flow through. Um, when you think about a bedroom, if it's, you know, like how they say, don't put stuff under your bed or, you know, if it's cluttered, then how are you going to sleep well? You know what I mean? So these are all the things that, you know, they're so important for us to keep in mind and to keep in practice uh, just because it makes a huge difference. I think you mentioned the bedroom. I think about how, you know, like we create these, we create these little energy spots, you know, <laughs> like laundry, for example. Like, <laughs> you know, you we should not actually have baskets of laundry in our bedrooms. Like it, because then when you think about your interaction all day, right bowls where you're interacting with with people and energies and you're also giving off energy and 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 there's that movement and transfer Mm -hmm. um and it's housed right it's housed in 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 you but i can't have to think about how some of it gets transferred or even carried around so you know like i think about and i heard someone say that one time you know like you fold your clothes and you know, just even the idea about um, feng shui, when you think about things like mirrors in your room, um, you know, neutral colors in your room, mm. um, especially a bedroom, because it makes sense. You know, I know we like reds, you know? Right, 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 so right. Stimulate, which, who doesn't want red in there? <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Um, yes. Who knows? <laughs> But it's so overly stimulating, it's especially considering the rooms where we go to like rest, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I remember there's an article, a book I was reading actually on sleep. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was, I, it was breaking down the reason, you know, one of the biggest reasons why we sleep is so that the, the brain can actually process all of what we've gathered. Right. It, it could actually become active Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In knowledge, not just information, because you took it in and we live stream like ten different podcasts, and you know we ain't doing nothing with it. But you you do need to rest so that the brain can assimilate, just like the body needs to, the stomach assimilates food or the body assimilates food mm-hmm. the same way. And I mean, even that is food. The the knowledge we take in, even that is food as well. You know, yeah. So just like down to the colors and it helping to boost rest. You know, right, mm-hmm. you're resting, and um, I think about things like arrows, darts, and arrows be, um, that form along angular surfaces. Like if you have a lot of angular surfaces in your room, and mm-hmm. you know, facing doors and things like that, like all of that is part of um, like feng shui and right, right, energy, and it, and it's so much deeper because then you have to you know think about where the sun rises, where the sun right. sets. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. science. I mean, leave it up to me. I personally feel like a bedroom should just be a bed. And that's it. <laughs> that's my future. My future um, mm-hmm. minimalist self speaking right now. You know, it's just a bed. Like, I will... If, if the a little bit of light is coming through in the evening time. Like to me, that's just too much, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I'm one of those who cover up 
any clocks or what have you that has like the bright or I dim them down to the lowest because in the when it's dark in the room, I want it to be completely dark. So for me, it's just like, let's just keep it empty. Let it just be the bed as well, you know, and let that just be the the actual resting place. <laughs> yeah, there's, listen, I, I'm so glad that we started season two because of Sovereignty and we're exploring all of these additional topics and just kind of spreading mm-hmm. ourselves all because um, it, we get into all of the different things that affect our wellness, right? Right. You know, not just what we eat, not just nutrition, but all mm-hmm. of the, the things in our environment. So Even I, what we wear. <laughs> so I, um, you know, with the entrepreneur program that I'm in, that was something when just really putting down roots of my brand and, you know, building up the story and always thinking about the spiritual aspect of clothing. You know, I have always thought about, you know, I definitely want to have the, the spiritual wares for those who need it for certain ceremonies, you know, the all whites or, you know, different colors. But one of the things that definitely stood out for me, um, clothing is a part of our wellness. It's a part of our um, self-care, right? Yes. If you get up in the morning and you just throw on any random clothes and you're just like looking all kind of crazy, you're going to feel all kind of crazy throughout the day. Because the majority of the day you're like, ooh, what did I throw on? Ooh, these these people looking at me like I'm crazy. But you wake up typically... I, it's just the same thing with food. What do I feel like today? What do I feel like I want to, you know, when you think about food, you start to think about the texture that you you desire. When you think about clothes, you start to think about how you want to feel. You know, I don't feel like wearing the loose clothes today. You know, I want to feel, you know, whatever that mood that you wake up in, you're automatically translating to what you want to wear. If you're extra, you want to wear something extra, right. you know? I may decide tomorrow I want to wear that blouse with the sleeve that comes out and everybody has to send 10, 10 feet away from me just because it's so big, because I feel extra today, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about it, how you dress when you step out of that house, if you feel comfortable and you look in that mirror and you're like, oh, girl, you look good, you're going to walk around the whole day feeling like that. Your confidence is up, you know, you and then let's not talk about if people are complimenting you all day. It's just that level of more like that confidence that just comes out of you, you know? So I always feel like even that brings out a level of great energy. If you, you know, do it according to your personality with, you know, not caring what everybody else is going to say. You know, I had a cousin of mine that used to say, your clothes don't have to match. Why does everything have to match? So she wore things how she felt, and that was her personality. And it came out, and she wore it well, but if I did it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't look right because that wasn't my personality. You feel me? But when you see that and you feel it, you walk with, with that level of confidence. So that's definitely part of wellness, like, if I'm going to eat something that makes me feel good, I'm wearing something that makes me feel good, 
when I greet you, you're going to feel all of that. You know what I mean? So that's something that is part of my branding, I guess you could say. You know, clothing is part of your wellness. It's part of your well-being. It is. It is. You, you're talking and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the how difficult it is to actually find pure fabric. Clothing with pure fabric. I, I, like, <laughs> I do like certain fabrics. Yes. Like, <laughs> like polyester, that. me and polyester, we don't, we don't, we, we know friends. We are not friends. We're, we're, we're and, and you shouldn't be. It, it, it's mm -hmm. so, but it is so, I will say again, it is so difficult to find pure cotton and, and not just, <clears throat> not just, there are fabrics that mimic cotton so well. Very well. Mm -hmm. It is you have to, <laughs> I, I had to pull back uh, several times and say, what is happening? I had to learn <laughs> how to distinguish it. And you mm -hmm. you do feel different. You know, like you mm -hmm. feel different. And you know, thinking about um, natural fabrics and linen and so on. <clears throat> yes. That's the, the that stuff is so expensive now. Um, and I, I say to myself, I remember when corduroy and, and linen were not expensive. That was not right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Vickle, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Vickle, survival. So yeah, yeah. The it, oh, the way they make it now, you're like, wait, this is polyester. This is not your grandmother's polyester. No, it's not. It's not your grandmother. That level of stiffness and I, I call it plastic fabric. Um, because you, you put a match to it, you'll see how it melts and harden like plastic. And so, and then, you know, of course I could go in, you know, I can go in for days on all of that and how it affects the environment and all of that, you know? Um, but yeah, like that, that the way it feels on your body, imagine having pure cotton with nothing in it and it's natural dye that makes a huge difference. And not sprayed because some of the companies they, they spray. I don't know if it's for preservation, but you know, we'll definitely go into more about um, for sure, you know, and really dig into how that affects health, wellness, and mm -hmm. you know, I, before you know, we can close if you have anything else that you want to share or, or build on, we can. <clears throat> but uh, you shared something about what will you wear, and I find it interesting. Um, I just started working at a, I'm, I'm an educator again <laughs> in the classroom. <clears throat> and I will say, I do not plan my clothing for the strong, but I do iron my clothing for the strong. So mm. Iron everything. I'm sorry. My father has been like that. Iron everything. <laughs> Starch, darn, darn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what do you call it? Darks in the pants. Uh, the crease, the crease in the pants. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that's no, you know, like that's so dated, but you know, yeah. One woman said to me, Every time I see you, it wasn't a compliment. I didn't see it as a compliment because it's like, You don't even know. I have four things, okay? <laughs> and you over here talking about. Oh, you know what? Like, I don't see you. You have a whole lot of clothes. I don't see you wear anything to us. I said, uh, miss, <laughs> you don't even know. Do, do you even know? Do you even know that when I go to the closet, it is, I just, here, put this and this together. Boom. And you just do it. 
you or the host. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like your your sister who's like, oh, they they mismatch. And and I will say, I like to mis mix and match with fabric <laughs> colors. I I find purple and red interesting. I find purple and green very, mm. you know. But um, yeah, even different. Uh, what do you call it? Designs like plaid with uh, what do you call it? Hong's tooth, right? <laughs> I mean, they don't go good together, but some but people, you some can make people, it work. They put it on and they make it make work, and they have fun. But I know it's not going to look good on me. Yeah. <laughs> floral prints. Oh my goodness! Stop it with the floral prints. I can't. I don't at all. I can't with the floral prints. But there's some that's nice, and I'm like, oh, that looks good on you. But not for me. <laughs> Not for me, excuse me, but I just found it interesting that she said that. And I said, as you shared, I was like, let me share because I had to double take a while. I was like, ah, you don't even know. <laughs> you, don't even know. you probably seen the same thing three times, but you know, it's just a different the way you put it together. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but it's important. It's important to, to, and I, yeah. I think about, um, there's a, there, we have a dress code and part of the dress code, they, they keep sharing it. Like there's certain things, look professional, look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I, I see what you're saying. Like that should not necessarily affect or be a, a billboard for who you are. But it, mm -hmm. it's, one, it's, it's different when you come in in a space looking frumpy and just like yeah, old dirty days and a old, you know, like just a t-shirt and that's what you wear every day mm -hmm. but you're trying to imbue inspiration and you're trying to imbue motivation and professionalism with um youth and i know it's an institution so i'm wrong <laughs> because the whole different level of uh conversation that can be had around you know having them be compliant you know? right 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 and that's not what i'm condoning but just be proud of like how you present mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's important. I think that's important. Definitely. Um, yeah, it says purple and green is the hero villain. Uh, <laughs> wait, um, I have a blouse like that. Oh, you have, wait, are you speaking of the blouse with the big puffy sleeve? Because listen, we could get down on that one. <laughs> balloon, like the balloon sleeves. Mm -hmm. balloon. You know, this is Yafe. She's probably talking about feathers or something. I don't know. <laughs> Blue, Listen, hey, do it. Be extra. <laughs> I, I'll encourage it. <laughs> of course. Uh, this was really, this was really great. Um, and I know you had to take a little bit of time, well, a lot of time, away from your working. But I will that, you know, like you having this outlet inspires you. And um, all of what you're sharing inspires it. All of what we're sharing inspires everyone. Um, continue to tune into... Um, the Sovereignty's podcast, we have way more topics than you can even imagine and way more things to build on. Um, you're going to see additional co-hosts. So the co-hosts will switch up and change up a little bit, but Sister Jazara will definitely be back and yes. are hitting conversations with us. And um, the other thing I wanted to share is if you want to replay, of course, or you want to listen to audio alone, we're on, we will be loading on all platforms all streaming platforms um so feel free and 
I will place Sister Josira's uh, information, her email, um, and her website and Instagram in the description. So you can go there and find find us, follow us on every platform you could think about. And uh, yeah, <laughs> support us. Indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is lovely. Um, I, yeah, I feel it feels natural. At first I was like, oh my gosh. I may be doing a live. I don't know what to do. I'm feeling kind of nervous. But this is my sister, and we're just having conversation. Ain't no different. We just happen. We're just having it in front of a whole bunch of people. That's it. That's <laughs> Nothing right. new. Nothing new. <laughs> this is it's good. It's good. I appreciate it. And now we have even more opportunity to speak because sometimes you know how it is. The time goes, but you know what? I always appreciate that. No matter how long it's been, you yeah. and I get back on that phone. It's just like, don't think, listen, <laughs> we haven't seen each other in over five years, probably. Yeah. Five, six years. So from seeing each other almost like every year for a certain time and then this huge break. Um, so it's definitely, I told you I came across um, the card that you sent me. After my father passed, I have it in this special little basket with all my little <laughs> spiritual stuff, my incense and stuff. So when I opened it up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at this sistership, you know, like very appreciative, very appreciative loved. Um, yeah. So I'm glad we're continuing it on on this platform and let's continue mm -hmm. building. I got a lot to learn a lot to share, you know? So as we journey on, the conversation will just continue to be fire. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and she says it. He says, this was beautiful and will only advance and blossom. Keep it up. Yes. Give thanks. For that inspiration. <laughs> peace, peace, everyone. Greetings. Peace. And rest well.